You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Walking Dead, Season 11, Episode 3, called mm-hmm. Hunted. Um, so this episode is picking up right where the last uh, episode left off. Maggie's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie's hunting party, her strike team, uh, these guys looking for for food and supplies and stuff, only to find out they believe that this group called the Reapers have Mm -hmm. taken uh, these supplies and they need to get them back. And they encounter the Reapers and we like start like almost right away in a battle with these guys. And amazing action sequence, by the way. Oh, yeah. Totally. So much fun. Uh, one good. thing one thing we learned about these reapers aurora uh and i feel like we may we may start seeing more synergy here than we realize between our walking dead podcast that we do and the marvel podcast that we do mm-hmm. um and you'll have to go everybody'll have to go tune in and listen to that podcasters of shield episode to hear how there's a weird tie in to the walking dead uh, going forward, you'll have to tune into that podcast to hear about it. But here's the Marvel <laughs> tie-in for me, Aurora. Are these Reapers superhuman or something? Because what the fuck is going on? These guys are like super ninjas. There's that, yeah, they're like ninjas. They're like they're they're super sneaky. They're super yeah. fast. Like Very they just creepy. yeah, they zoom up on you and like like Disappear. stab <laughs> you and cut you and then vanish. Like Maggie had like a like a short-handled scythe or an axe or something mm-hmm, and she just mm-hmm. like turns around and whips it at this dude who probably should not have been able to move out of the way so quickly but he did. Right. Yep. Uh I don't these guys have some sort of superpower. I don't know what's happening Aurora but I'm pretty sure they are mutants of some kind. <laughs> Uh, but I, I wouldn't. I would not be upset if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? It's you why guys not? go go out on a crazy note. Walking Dead. Yeah. Um. So, listen, we have Daryl in this show, which is basically immoral. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. He's never dying. No. He will never die. So that's a kind of like a superpower. Yeah, too, he'll be the, the last. Apocalypse. He'll be the last person left sitting on a pile of zombie bodies. <laughs> With just his dog, and that's it. Yep, just him and dog. That's it. Uh, so, of course, Maggie's mission team gets separated, and uh, they end up being hunted by the Reapers. There are also two kind of side things that happen in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have a cute scene with Judith, RJ, uh, Herschel, and Gracie that are kind of essentially coping with the fact that their parents are always gone. Right. Uh, in the case of judith and rj like they just you know the mom went to get a pack of cigarettes and never came back is essentially what happened with michonne uh and rick is believed well rick is no longer believed dead by michonne clearly because 
Uh, she found all them clues and now is looking for him. And I'm mm-hmm. sure this will conclude at some point in those Rick Grimes movies that they're going to make or are making. Um, but I thought, um, number one, I thought it was kind of funny how they're just like, our parents are always gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's the same old thing. And they're just adapting. It's just them adapting to to that life. But yeah. it looked like they had fun shooting this because they were just it looked like they're just having a blast playing. Yeah, a just card being game. kids, just being yeah. kids, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a nice breath of fresh air that you need. You need those reminders in bleak <laughs> yeah. television shows like this. Yeah. In between all the deaths and gore and blood. We yes. Need, we need this. <laughs> we need we need those simple reminders when yeah. when things were just easier <laughs> and kinder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's also, speaking of which, there's also kind of a side story here about how Carol, Rosita, Magna, and Kelly attempt to catch some horses for Alexandria, mm-hmm. and uh, they find, I guess, an abandoned ranch, maybe, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. farmhouse, which happened to have uh, quite a number of horses. Yeah, all the horses they needed. Very yeah, convenient. that's very convenient. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like all that stuff was nice. The mm-hmm. the meat of the show was the groups being split up and um, from the Reaper attack, and then the real meat of all of that was part of this splitting up was Maggie and Negan ended up essentially on a team together, mm-hmm. and you know quite a lot of restraint from Maggie uh, in, yeah. in in these situations, and Negan at times even went out of his way to. Uh, save her mm-hmm. and trying to do the right thing. Um, Negan is so I watched the thing after the show, which is something I normally yes. don't do, but I think I'm going to keep doing that because yep. it gives some interesting insight. And they're talking about how Negan, uh, he's a changed person, but he was never the maniacal everyone must die lunatic leader Mm -hmm. he wanted he's like people are gonna have to die that's a fact uh and i would like to kill the minimum amount of people possible for the largest possible impact to just keep people in line Mm -hmm. um you know make the numbers small but make the deaths very gruesome uh, yeah, so you way. know, I was I, I was looking at that after the show thing mm-hmm. as well, and I was thinking that they're they're different people, but they have similarities because if you think about Negan yeah. and Strand from Fear the Walking Dead, yes, they're similar in the sense that mm-hmm. they make decisions because they're selfish. They're, th- they're yes. thinking about themselves, but they mm-hmm. they're not really villains. They're just trying to survive. Yeah, and ultimately, yeah. Negan is looking for the path of least resistance, and right. That is not Maggie Ree. Uh, mm-hmm. She is, she just has a path and that's the path, the end. Yep. Uh, and she wants to keep going forward with this mission to get those rations no matter what. And Negan's like, you are crazy. Uh, like this is not going to end well for anybody. He knows that they're outnumbered and probably outgunned as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yet that's Maggie for you. Uh, yep. She's she wants to keep she wants to keep pushing forward. So there is like this uh, rickety truce between them. Like they mm-hmm. they're on shaky ground, but um, so far things are still. So it's kind of a so far so good thing. But yep. 
yeah, I'm Aurora. I'm hoping you have a lot of thoughts on this episode because I'm looking <laughs> at the the timer right now, and I, I haven't even been talking for ten minutes, and <laughs> I feel like I've covered all the things that there are in this episode. So I'm hoping I miss some stuff or that you have some other thoughts on the episode. Well, I I did like my favorite part about this episode was when they were actually being hunted by mm-hmm. the Reapers. Yeah, and uh, it's Maggie- in the episode title. Yes. Um, Maggie <laughs> goes into like this, I guess it's like a warehouse or yeah. um, it's a huge place. It has like an escalator and I don't know what that place was, um, but it's a huge space building mm-hmm. and she's alone and she's like, it's dark and she's like thinking that those people are behind her and she's like setting traps and um, there were some really cool shots of her going upstairs and the shot was like from up top looking down and you saw the stairs like all like dark yes <laughs> and it was so creepy and there's one moment where she's looking down the stairs and one of the reapers is behind her and i was like oh my god it, it just i really like the horror aspect of this episode mm-hmm. and then she goes all the way up top and there's like a bunch of like mannequins yes <laughs> i was like Let's just sprinkle some mannequins here as well, just to add more <laughs> horror to this episode. This mm-hmm. just terrifying. Yes. Um, I thought that was really cool. That whole sequence uh, of her just being Maggie and surviving in this creepy, creepy place. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you have, you know, you end that whole scene with Negan saving her, mm-hmm. which was amazing. It was. I am... Um... Yeah, I I keep thinking back, like, it was really only that one scene with the kids, Mm -hmm. but, like, and you sort of forget, because it's not like, it's not like they constantly, like, jam it into your face, like, whose kids these are, but Mm -hmm. I did kind of have a moment of, like, like, Rick's kid is talking to Glenn's kid, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, those are just like, I, and I get these, these moments where we're like, okay, they're doing all these spinoffs. When are we going to get walking dead babies? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, look, uh, Judith has already proven herself to be the littlest badass in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she could train all these other little kids, uh, yeah. as well. So there's a, one of the walking dead, uh, Telltale video games is, is about this yes. you know, group of kids that are surviving by on their own. Yeah. And they're doing a really good job. Aurora, so. you, I mean, look, I don't, I don't know if this podcast needs another shirt, <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking of... Uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking... Listen, I'm thinking, that's, that's a way they could, they could introduce Clementine. Yes. Like, like don't, don't tempt me. I'm thinking of going <laughs> in and just changing the, the text on that... Uh, Tobias Live shirts to give me Clementine uh, and then putting that on a shirt and putting that on the store because I cannot shout this enough that this needs to have. We've been saying this for years. Yep. She is a, I mean, can you a imagine, incredible like, character. I, I will totally watch a show that's Judith and Clementine mm-hmm. together. That would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, yes. I don't even know what they're doing 
Aurora sometimes. <laughs> they, don't, they don't even have to do that. All they have to do is be like, look, we're, we made uh, we've made some, you know, we made like 40 spinoffs for The Walking Dead. And some of them haven't been that good. But uh, an idea that would be good would be to take those Telltale games and then adapt them and turn that into Both. a show. Yes. Oh, I'd be there for that in a heartbeat. Yep. Those are good yep. stories. And, and so many good characters in those video games. Yes. And they they exist as good stories literally on their own. But if you wanted to mm-hmm. turn it into like real people on on the small screen or medium sized screen now, I guess most people's TVs aren't tiny anymore. But mm-hmm. uh, I'd be here for that. I I really, truly love those stories. Um, yeah. They're they're excellent. Yeah. They're just ignoring it, Aurora. They're ignoring yeah. us. My, it's a miss, missed opportunity. Yeah, they're ignoring my pleas for <laughs> for more great Walking Dead content. But uh, you know, we now we, we shall see. I do have a controversial mm-hmm. statement. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, even afraid to say it. Okay. But listen, <laughs> I was watching this episode, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, this is really messed up. What I'm thinking, but I just feel like they're building up. Like some sort of like romance with Negan and Maggie. They, you think so? I don't know. Aurora, that I don't is know. kind of fucked up, right? But at the same time, like you see them interacting with each mm. other, and I, I just, it's, I don't know. It, Are you I get this sense, or I sense some sort of um, attraction. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's if I'm just mistaking the attraction for just yeah straight up anger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes it, yeah, I'd, it, I guess it can present in that way sometimes. Maybe. But I can see Negan, I can see Negan watching, I, he's about what Maggie's doing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there are some moments where she's doing certain things and he's just watching her in awe. Like she's an amazing survivor. Yeah. Um. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if he was like, interested in her because she's just a mm-hmm. badass mm-hmm. um but i don't know i i know it's messed up <laughs> <laughs> like i was sitting there running through my mind like what like what feels as disturbing as that and the best thing i can think of and spoilers for people who've watched or haven't watched game of thrones yet or are watching mm-hmm. it but haven't gotten there yet um, there's this brother sister relationship between Jamie yeah. and Cersei Lannister where there's incest and that's uncomfortable. Right. right. And perhaps the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen in my life, they decide to get it on at their son's funeral, uh, yep. right by the body. Uh, yes. it's skin crawly, weird, fucked up shit. Yeah. And even that. I feel like would be less fucked up than the idea of Maggie and Negan. And that's a problem. This is, listen, this is a problem. I'm blaming Game of Thrones because yeah. I'm so desensitized. Yeah, this makes this makes, this makes Loki falling in love with himself and kissing himself seem practically normal Nothing. by comparison, yeah. Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very acceptable. I mean, I think that if the Walking Dead writers do something like that, people will be really upset. Oh um, yeah, there would be a humongous backlash. But I think that the way that they're putting them together, yeah. And now they're just by themselves. They're, it's just Negan and Maggie. Yeah. Towards going against the Reapers. Mm. Um. So they're gonna have to rely on each other mm-hmm. a lot. And even if they, that's not the intention, that you can see yeah. kind of like this 
I can see they're where you're bearing getting, up. I can see where you're know? getting those feelings from too, even because Negan, yeah. like you know, that Negan is not a bad person anymore. He's right. a changed person. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I could see somebody developing feelings for this person because they're not horrible anymore, and it's patently right. obvious that they're not. They've changed their ways. Mm-hmm. Um, even then, that's really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, I, I thought I would make a note that. I, at first, anyway, I thought it was interesting that Carol is a horse whisperer. Um, oh, yeah. But I now imagine, like, at first, I'm like, oh, they have all sorts of tricks up their sleeve. Um, I Who knew Carol could, could soothe a, a wild horse? But uh, <laughs> not thinking about it until, you know, m- like, just now, it sort of dawned on me that, you know, they're like 11 years in. Like, I feel like most people are probably experts at learning animal behavior now because you kind of <laughs> have are. to be. Yeah. Um, you know, like how to calm a wild animal down, uh, how to avoid them, especially with mm-hmm. horses. Horses are like a main form of transportation in this world. So you yep. kind of really have to know your way around a horse. Um so I guess it's not too surprising, but it just was weird. It's like Carol's a horse whisperer. Uh, yeah. She just. And you know what? Good for those horses for surviving this long. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what they were doing. I don't know how. <laughs> like, it's it's really strange. I mean, I guess they're fast. I, I the only thing yeah, I like, I, I, I guess there's some vegetation to eat and, uh, yeah. you know, I guess. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And, and yeah, they will outrun the zombies for the most part. So that I mean, it could be that they they were uh, owned by another group, and that group maybe <gasps> mm. perished, and you know they were being taken care of. Uh, Very before. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I think we've literally exhausted everything we could talk about in this episode. Aurora, do you have any final thoughts? And if not, what would you give? Hunted. My only final thought is that I think that the way that this is headed. This is just my prediction. Mm. The way that this is headed, I think that at some point, Negan is going to give his life for Maggie. Mm-hmm. I think this was going to happen. I and that's going to be like the, the yeah. closure of that story. That you, I took your husband away and now I'm, I'm going to repay it by just saving you with my life, mm-hmm. basically. You I think this what? is going to happen. I'm going to take it one logical step further. Although it seems like it is very likely that he will do what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take it one logical step further and say that he does this, but it is to save Herschel. Like mm-hmm. he does it to mm-hmm. save Glenn's son. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause we know that Negan has the soft spot for, for kids. For kids. Yeah, um, that's true. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I don't know if we'll get it, but it makes, it makes sense for the ending for the Negan character yeah. to like yeah. do the ultimate self-sacrifice mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i can see that happening uh okay yeah. so what, what would you give episode three i'm gonna give this episode a higher score just because of that uh horror sequence with maggie i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. so i'm gonna give it a four and a half. Oh wow okay yes. i went i went lower i went uh three and three quarters almost okay. a four but not quite mm-hmm. uh i like the episode uh, it was just, you know, it's one of those Walking Dead episodes where it's like some stuff happens at the beginning, a little bit kind of happens in the middle, and then there's just a lot of talky stuff to kind of push things through uh, right. to the next episode. But I enjoyed it. Uh, I do not know. I really don't know where things are going. I can only pres- like my feeling is that 
because I'm trying to figure out how you close this show off. And I don't know if you, uh, I feel like you can close this show off in a similar way to Star Trek, the next generation, which had, um, they were able to do this sort of open ended series finale because they were jumping right into doing movies. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with walking dead, you've got the spinoff shows, you've got those Rick Grimes movies and stuff. So I feel like we'll get some sort of open ended ending. And I would not be surprised at all to see Rick reappear at the end of the show. Cause we know he's alive. Um, yep. But, uh, and you know, you want to find out how Rick got there, watch these Rick Grimes movies, but I, <laughs> I don't know, uh, for sure. But it, cause it's, it's weird because we're just talking about this and this is just kind of an average episode of the walking dead, but it's the mm-hmm. final season. I have no idea how they're wrapping any of this up. So, Right. It'll be interesting yep. to see uh, where the show continues to go uh, in its final season. So speaking mm-hmm. of which, uh, that is the podcast for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. Of course, this is a listener-supported podcast, and there's a couple of ways that you can help support. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly, and of course, the merch store. We were just talking about some of that Walking Dead merch that we, uh, the Hear the Walking Dead merch, I should say. Uh, that we have on there. Just merch for the podcast, everybody. Uh, geeklymerch.com is the website, and uh, links for those are uh, they're on cinemageekly.com, but they're in the show notes for this episode as well for your convenience. Uh, also, this podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead, hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more Walking Dead, Season 11, Episode 4, called Rendition.